Hello and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, freediving instructor, and also a science communicator. We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. Blake and Chelsea here. We are so excited to announce that we are now a positive impact partner with Waterlust. Waterlust creates eco-responsible sun protective apparel to help fund, research, and educate the world about environmental conservation. We've been carefully searching for companies to support, and we truly believe that Waterlust and Save the Mermaid's visions are in complete alignment. They have leggings, sunsuits, and tons of other clothing options in the coolest patterns you'll ever see, like the whale shark pattern, the parrotfish pattern, the abalone pattern. <laughs> we, we seriously can't pick a favorite. No. <laughs> we love to rep it, especially while we're out on the water. Go to our website, www.mermaidconservation.com, and click on the Waterlust clothing tab to support your favorite causes, your favorite podcast, and look sexy as fuck doing it. But please, seriously, make sure you go through our website so that we can get some street cred and some snacks. And now for our happy environmental news. Yes. Okay. So this is an adorable one from the good news movement. A San Francisco biologist named Tim Wong has single-handedly repopulated a rare butterfly species in his own backyard. And now there are thousands in San Francisco. Take action, people. Yeah. If you miss the butterflies, just get them yourself. Aw, I love that. in your own yard. That's so sweet. So sweet. I love that it's butterflies and it's a guy that did it. I know. That's really sweet. Adorable. Yay, good for them. All right, so today is the last day of January. Oh, you're right. Wow. I've liked this one because it was stuff we asked our followers what they wanted to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. And this was a fun one. Um, I know that you were researching the sea cucumbers because of Andre. Yep. From it's underscore Mr. Dot Frizzle. Yes. Like yep. Mrs. Frizzle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's Mr. Frizzle. Um, yeah. He requested sea cucumbers and I am about to deliver. Woo! Are yeah. they fun or are they? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, so we gathered the list of things people asked for uh-huh. and Blake texted me and was like, okay, pick two. Yeah. And I immediately was like, <laughs> because I thought they were going to be crazy. Yeah. They're not. Oh, they're kind of cool. But I was thinking they were going to be wild. Really? Yeah. They just don't move fast enough to be wild in my brain. No. But they pee on you. They can pee on you, <laughs> which, which is cool. It's always really fun. Yeah. When you're a kiddo. <laughs> so my first um, memory of a sea cucumber is I went to sea camp in eighth grade and it was in San Diego. And like the first day we had like a little lab set up and um, their scuba Steve, not to be confused with our scuba Steve, um, put a sea cucumber in his mouth. And that oh, was yeah. like the whole thing. I was like, so now every, even today I'm like sea cucumbers equals that scuba Steve. Oh, yeah. Poor sea cucumber. I know. 
But don't worry, they don't have anything that would have made it like upset. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't traumatized after uh-huh. being stuck in some man's mouth. Nope. And he wasn't, so I guess it was a win-win. <laughs> yeah. Cucumbers. So let's learn about them, shall we? Okay. Okay, so sea cucumbers are echinoderms, which puts them in the family related to sea stars, sand dollars, sea lilies, and sea urchins. Hmm. Which I guess I didn't expect but it totally makes sense yeah yeah um they are marine animals with a leathery skin and elongated body they literally look like cucumbers which is why they're called that um they are found on the seafloor worldwide from the beach to about nine kilometers deep wow i know i would have expected them to be deep i don't know why but i just wouldn't think but i think just because we see them on the reef so often yeah you don't see things in both places yeah too often yeah yep nine kilometers which is crazy Um, The number of species known worldwide is about 1,800, with the greatest number being in the Asia-Pacific region. So they're everywhere. That's so many. I just thought it was sea cucumber. Me too. Like cat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Lots of them. It's weird. They're everywhere. Bananas. Um, like all echinoderms, sea cucumbers have an endoskeleton just below the skin, which is calcified structures that are usually reduced to isolated microscopic ossicles, which is a small element embedded in the dermis or the skin of the wall. And um, it forms part of the endoskeleton that provides rigidity and protection. Those are the things that are left as fossils, if okay. any. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically their skeleton mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. Um, they are joined by connective or those plates are joined by connective tissues. Um, in some species, they can sometimes be enlarged to flatten plates forming like an armor. So some of them will feel more rigid than others, which is funny, (laughs) (laughs) which if you're imagining it, like we are makes this an explicit episode. (laughs) I will mark it. We're, anyway, we're adult women. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a pelagic species, which I thought was cool. The skeleton's actually absent, and there is no um calcareous ring, which is what oh. basically what the carbon carbon calcium carbonate that makes it a skeleton, basically. Right. So okay. it, it lacks it. Um a remarkable feature of that animal is that the um, the collagen forms their body walls and it can be loosened and tightened at will. So if the animal wants to squeeze through a small gap, it can't like liquefy its body, get in the gap and then re-solidify. So it can't like get moved. Like we heard. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I know. So it hooks up all of its collagen fibers again and like reforms its body. Wow. Like an octopus. Yeah, so, like just, I'm just gonna squeeze right in there. Right, like wow. I'm, I'm gonna unhook all my bones. Essentially, <laughs> give me a second. Pour myself into this rock and then reform. Wow. Yeah. That's strange. I know. Fun facts. Uh, most sea, sea cucumbers, as their name suggests, have soft cylindrical bodies, more or less lengthened, rounded off, and occasionally fat. <laughs> Which I've only ever seen fat sea cucumbers. I've only seen very fat, lazy cucumbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, their shape ranges from almost spherical, and those ones are called, can you guess? Cucumbers? Nope. Pickles? No. 
rounded rounded what's round uh, earth <laughs> hmm. you're not very good at this <laughs> see apples oh. we're looking for apple <laughs> that <See Earth>. was <laughs> made a lot more sense i thought you meant like their bodies are round so i was so confused because i'm like they're already round uh, like the like whole thing is a circle spherical yeah. yeah sorry that was my fault i wasn't ex- i didn't explain that well <laughs> but yes apples makes more logical sense i guess than than what i was guessing sea earth yeah. i like that better though <laughs> uh yeah so sea apples uh, and then like more servant like sausage shape which is what we know and love yeah. as a sea cucumber. Right. Um, they do have a mouth. It is surrounded by tentacles, which can be pulled back inside of the animal. Uh, I did not know that. It's creepy. Uh, they can measure gener- generally between 10 and 30 centimeters long with extremes of a few millimeters up to more than three meters long. No. I'm telling you. Three meters. Three meters. Like nine feet. Yep. A nine foot sea cucumber. Can't put that in your mouth, Scuba Steve. (laughs) 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 Uh, So there is a large, the largest American species, the Holothuria floridana, which, as you can guess, is from Florida. (laughs) Um, Lives just below the low water mark on the reefs in Florida. Has a volume of well over five hundred cubic centimeters. And is about 10, 10 to 12 inches long. So 25 to 30 meters or centimeters long. Huh. So that's the largest one in America. That's that's still big. Huge. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. No. I like the ones I see are like a little bigger than my hand. Yeah. Normally. Mm-hmm. Like cucumber size. Yeah, like a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> it's Have you seen, side note, uh, for my followers of ADHD, <laughs> yeah, have you seen the Jamaican guy who sings about fruits and vegetables? He's like the cucumber. Cucumber. No, I'll post it for this episode. But every time I hear you say cucumber, I'm like, hey, the cucumber. And it's a whole song about how healthy cucumbers are for you to eat. Oh, yeah. So it's like fun and educational. Yeah, I learned a lot about hydration. Yeah. Did you ever watch Veggie Tales? Yes. That's that's what I think. Different of. vibe. Yeah. But yeah. Look at like where is my hairbrush? I- <laughs> Oh, that's going to be stuck in my head for weeks. I know. Oh, no, this episode. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, Back to sea cucumbers. They possess five rows of tubed feet called podia, and they extend all the way to the dorsal surface, but those ones don't mean anything. Like, they're feet, but they don't do anything. Ah, okay. Um, one of the extremities opens a mouth, like I said. They also have... um the crown of tentacles around the mouth. Mm-hmm. They have no true brain, heart, or lungs, which is why I said that one in Scuba Steve's mouth probably didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like a bundle of nerves. He didn't know he was getting abused. No, he was like, oh, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most sea cucumbers have no distinct sensory organs, <laughs> although there are various nerve endings scattered throughout the skin giving the animal a sense of touch and a sensitivity to the presence of light. Oh, so he did at least feel and notice it was dark. Yeah, he knew he was Being, alive. Yeah, <laughs> I am here. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, they can extract oxygen from water in a pair of, quote, respiratory trees that branch in the cloaca just inside the anus. 
so they breathe out their butt. Oh, we know a lot of animals that breathe out of their butt in mm-hmm. the sea. Isn't that, like, why, though? I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> seem very efficient. No. Nope. Yeah. Like space. They breathe by, like, pulling water through their anus and then expelling it. Yeah. See, this was a good one. Thank you, Mr. Prizzle. Yeah, we appreciate it. I hope I'm hitting the highlights that he wanted me to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, new research, this is interesting as well. New research has really revealed that these creatures can suck water into their bodies through their anus, along with other openings, which I assume is just their mouth because they only have two. Puffing up like balloons and floating along the ocean currents. According to National Geographic, this strategy allows the sea cucumber to cruise along at speeds of 50 miles a day. <laughs> I always thought of them as so lazy. I have never once even seen one slightly move. Right. Like they kind of wiggle in slow motion. Yeah. You can tell they're alive. Yeah. But never like. Can you imagine seeing one puff up and just like, I'm out. Wow. So that, I guess they are pretty cool. Weird. (laughs) Yeah. Really like not expecting. No. I thought they were going to be cool in other ways. Yeah. Not that they can blow up and ride currents. And just pee their way across the the ocean. ocean. Um, A couple other fun facts. They are nocturnal. They can live up to 10 years and they can reproduce with a mate or by themselves. Mm. And a lot of that is common with everything else in the ocean, which is shooting up a bunch of eggs and sperm and it happening in the water column. Yeah. Um, They're often ignored by most marine predators because of the toxins they contain. They have toxins. Yeah. In particular, one called holothurin. Um, However, they remain a prey for some highly specialized predators which are not affected by the toxins, such as the big mollusks Tona galea and Tona perdix, which paralyzes them using powerful poison before swallowing them. So they can't excrete their toxin, I guess. Huh. Huh. The ocean animals are smart. Yeah. Um, Some species of coral reef sea cucumbers can defend themselves by expelling their their sticky cuviarian tubulars. Tubules? which are enlargements of the respiratory tree, that thing in their butt that I said they breathe through, they can expel it. <laughs> the face she's giving me. <laughs> to entangle potential predators. So when startled, the release of these tubules can actually also be accompanied by a discharge of toxin, the toxic chemical holothurin, which has similar, similar properties to soap. This chemical can kill animals in the vicinity and is one method by which these sedentary animals can defend themselves. Oh my gosh. So they're not offering a lot, but they can defend themselves, which is good because they're not fast unless they're riding the wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so gross. Shoot out soapy poison out their butt and get out of there. But with also part of their butt. Yep. So like just get rid of part of your butt and mm-hmm. the ugh. it's like shooting out your intestine. Their butt tree. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you know. This... Now I never <laughs> be able to look at one the same and I see them all the time. Yeah, I know. So to put that into even simpler terms, it be, can shed its internal organs when attacked by a predator. The organs are sticky and they can entangle and di- distract the predator while the cucumber escapes. Um, but good for the cucumber, those organs grow back oh, pretty awesome. quick. That's good. Yeah. Or else how do they pee out of their, their butt trees? 
I don't know what the interim looks like for an es- escapee, but I'm sure it's painful. <laughs> yeah, they're wild. Um, they do serve a useful role in the marine ecosystem as they help recycle nutrients, breaking down detrius, which is dead particulate of organic material. So dead things. Um, and then after that, bacteria can continue the decomposition process. Sea cucumbers also excrete calcium carbonate, which is a primary ingredient in something we know, shells and coral. Oh, so helpful. their health is really important to the health of reef reefs as well okay um they also excrete ammonia which acts as a fertilizer and promotes coral growth so they're hugely important to coral reefs that's good to know i had no idea uh-uh. it's like collecting shells don't do that because it's that. helping create other shells sea cucumbers are helping create shells structures under the water as well cool oh um if the water temperature the okay they are cool i take it back ah! i i thought like as i was researching this i was like yeah but now that i'm reading it, it wasn't what you expected yeah, yeah yeah um the water temperature if it becomes too high some species of sea cucumber um from the temperate seas can estivate which means they go into a state of dormancy stop feeding their gut atrophies their metabolism slows down and they lose weight but the body returns back to its normal state when conditions improve. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. So it's really a sign also of healthy waters. Yeah. That they're if there. If you see chonky. They're big. Yeah. Yeah. If you see a skinny one. Bad sign. Yeah. It's no good. But big ho- big fat ones are what we're looking for. Um, They are in peril due to overharvest. Um, 16 species are endangered or vulnerable, according to the IUCN Red Harvest? List. Harvest? Are people eating them? Yes. Yeah. So people uh, um, around the world are harvesting them for food and medicinal purposes. Oh. But in 2020, the Indian government created the world's first sea cucumber conservation area. The Dr. K.K. Mohammed Koya Sea Cucumber Conservation Reserve to protect the sea cu- cucumber species around there. So in India, at least, the commercial harvest harvesting and transportation of sea cucumbers is banned wow so there is a bunch of them but the fact that like i think that says a lot to how important they are to the reefs and people understand that is that even though there's still a ton of them and they're fine we're still putting forth effort to save them exactly yeah huh i know i don't want to eat one though that doesn't sound good they excrete soap in their butts and the ammonia and and they're just it's not a it's not a good looking no like looking at a fish compared to looking at like a sea cucumber or an octopus like those are not things that my mind is like "Hmm, eat eat it (laughs) i don't know about this in my mouth some people though yeah scuba steve (laughs) yeah not that no not that one Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.